Welcome to another In Wheel Time podcast, a 30-minute mini version of the In Wheel Time car show that airs live every Saturday morning, 8 to 11 a.m. Central. Max Anywhere. From the fabulous Sugar Shack Studios, it's the In Wheel <laughs> Time car talk show. Coming up, Jason Feldman with Healthman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram explains about auto buying fraud. Oh. Interesting story. I know you're going to want to see this. Uh, Conrad will have the Inwill Time Car Clinic, and we'll have this week's automotive news headlines. Howdy along with Mike out of this world, Mars. King Conrad DeLong. We always need more Jeff Zekin. I'm Don Armstrong. Glad you could join us on this Veterans Day, and I hope that all of our veterans that are listening uh, enjoy your day. We salute you all. Thank you yep, very much you. for your service. Jason Feldman, uh, he is with Healthman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. And we want to say good morning to Jason. Jason, it's great to have you with us. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Good well, morning. Good morning to you. And uh, I just want to read a little bit of this excerpt from an automotive news story. Uh, Healthman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat lost about six vehicles, representing about $300,000 each year to customer ID fraud before GM Stephen Wolf and his staff started working with the Houston Police Department to fight the crimes. Dealership, along with Healthman Auto Group's other Houston-area domestic brand stores, had about one customer per month using fraudulent IDs to buy a vehicle. Each year, about five or six of those attempts were successful and resulted in a customer driving off with a car they didn't pay for. That translated into about $300,000 in annual losses at the Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat store. So, Jason, you got some splaining to do, brother. (laughs) Uh, And I would imagine that this, this is not just exclusive to the Healthman dealership. Yeah, so uh, we started seeing this, uh, I don't know, about six, seven years ago, became more rampant, uh, where we would have a customer every couple of weeks that would have a fraudulent ID, that have several forms of identification. They could pass a, a credit interview because uh, they had the person social, so they had pulled the person's credit. They knew what was on their credit. Um, so after the first after the first couple of times of us getting hurt, uh, we just got really smart. So uh, there's some telltale signs that we look for, and uh, we just take, you know, it a couple steps further. Yeah, and so the way that you do it is, I thought, rather unique, too. You don't call them out on the fraud while they're there in the dealership. Uh, explain that, how, how you broom them out of the dealership because they should be able to pass their credit check. Right. So if, if we found that someone was fraudulent before, maybe like six, seven years ago, we would just say, hey, uh, you just didn't get approved. And, you know, they wouldn't complain because they weren't the person. They didn't so, want to get caught. Yeah, yeah. And they don't want right. to shine the light on themselves. Right. So we, we teamed up with the Houston Police Department. Um, whenever we have a case, we, um, we we already know going into it's fraud because we have a a driver's license reader. We have several things we ask for, especially when there's a car deal that with no money down. That's usually a sell time, sell telltale sign. Zero cash down, no trade. Uh, we ask them to uh, provide us, you know, copy of their bank statement, something like that that they can do on their cell phone. When they can't do those things, uh, instead of letting them go to the next dealership, we'll, we'll t- send a picture to the Houston police, our contact there. They'll tell us it's fraud. And then he'll send um, several units to um, 
pick the person up um, for using it. So is this, it sounds like you're talking about identity theft type things that they're coming in with instead of just somebody being creative and creating something? Yeah, so it could be a couple of different forms. They could actually have the person's driver's license where they um, put their uh, picture on, or they could just have a fake driver's license. Uh, it's, it's hard to know going into it, but as it evolves. So when you, find I, I the, when you find these out, do you contact other businesses, other dealerships in the area that, hey, this might be a potential heading your way? Right. So now since we, we get them arrested, the Houston police has um, linked with the Houston Auto Dealers uh, Network. Uh, and so we're on an email chain. Whenever one gets arrested, they sh- we show them pictures of them and what the ID looks like just to kind of raise awareness. So what kind of training? Because I, 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 to me, I realize a lot of this might happen on the sales floor, but it becomes more of the F&I department's responsibility to flush out the fraud. What kind of training is provided to those F&I folks? Is it provided by you internally? Is it provided by Stellantis? Or is it Houston Police Department that's providing some of that additional training to uh, right. flush them it, out? It, you know, it's it's just our training. Um, like I said, first telltale sign, zero money down. Then we go to the next questions. Um, and usually... Uh, we haven't had a fraudulent deal where someone could have put it, pull up their own bank statement. They haven't set up a bank account. Uh, we had a fraud deal a couple of years ago where a guy was going to put 15,000 cash down and he was fraudulent and the police department celebrated because they were able to seize the 15,000. So it, now even with money down, uh, we, we, we look for fraudulent ways that we can get. Um, uh, so, the, the so, See that 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 even more mystifies me about this whole thing. So the guy comes in with fifteen thousand that he's actually going to put down on a let's say a forty five thousand dollars car. Maserati. We have a Maserati. Oh, it was on a Maserati. So, it was on a Maserati. Yeah, so God, the net like, he got net net back on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, but still, when you have trucks that are that are pushing seventy eighty thousand dollars, you know, I'd give you fifteen grand for an eighty thousand dollar truck in a heartbeat. Right, using right. Mike's picture. <laughs> no, Mike to me, the, have any this um, uh, person wasn't that smart. I don't know why he chose fifteen thousand, but he had the cash, and um, <laughs> now he doesn't. Um, but <laughs> you know, it, there's some telltale signs we look for, but we've seen all different kinds of uh, situations, and, and it's pretty rampant. So um, I'm I'm amazed that it, that this kind of thing goes on. I mean, that's because you're not a criminal. You know, I, I, I guess we don't so. think of these things. Not like that, anyway. Yeah. And, and you mentioned that you guys have a communication link through HADA. Is HADA have a, you know, for lack of a better phrase, a committee that's working on this? Or department? Yeah, trying to, yeah, trying to the help board, the dealers. Right. So the Houston Auto Dealer Association board uh, teams up with the Houston Police Department, and it's constantly evolving, and examples are brought up, and um they do a great job at help spearheading this. It really raised awareness for all a lot of dealerships. So you have have you had any losses in the past year? No. Good for you. So your plan is working. It's good. Yeah. We ha- we haven't had losses in a while. Ha- ha- how about other dealerships? Since you're a member of HADA, I would imagine that if there was another dealership that you would hear about it that had a problem. Yeah. So I mean. It's still rampant, and um, we're lucky. A lot of our employees have been with us, you know, 10-plus years, a lot of our management staff. So that 
they understand we, we we've been through the drill so many times that they, they look out for it but yeah i mean if uh, a dealership's not uh uh in tune to this situation then they can definitely get um uh taken advantage of did you have any problems on the used car lot with something similar uh yeah i mean it's newer used they don't they don't just really is there usually they like the real fast cars yeah you know like a real fast charger challenger um but yeah i mean uh the 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 maserati i was talking about was through our used maserati dealership um you know it's it's all different is there a part of the city that is more prevalent or is is it just all over general or is it all is is there a particular state we're located right in memorial uh you know i-10 and silver um pretty nice area happens to us happens at our river oak store that's on kirby yeah um yeah so i mean we're, we're all pretty prepared and uh we just educate our people train them so if if you're the phrase in the uh, automotive news thing was brooming somebody you kind of broom them out to the cops that are outside waiting on them or how does that play out <laughs> yeah so i mean i think the uh, example in automotive news we actually um they had called us this customer and they sent us all their documentation and we knew right away it was fraud. So we actually had the um, Houston police officer dress up in a, like a, like a mechanic type uniform to pick him up. He looked like he was one of our drivers, brought him here. They made small conversation. He signed some of the paperwork here and then he um, took the car and then got arrested. Mm. Nice. Because you have to have the, you have to have completed the, the, yeah, you got to get them to sign. There's yeah. a couple things, but you know, usually we'll have a couple undercover. But they come very um, uh, dramatic when they arrest somebody. That it's not just a, a uniform cop because they, they they don't know what you know. I mean, the guy could be packing you know in a, a gun or something. You know, yeah, you he's know. a criminal, so you don't know how far he'll go. Yeah. We had one where it was fraud. They were in the finance department signing their docs, and the police. I guess the person didn't see. He was just watching it from behind um maybe she thought he was walking by and she said out to her boyfriend who's in the car waiting at the front of the dealership i'm so glad you're here it makes me feel so much better so then they got in tune to that and they arrested him too (laughs) (laughs) so so that's an interesting question is it do you find that it's a lot of female versus male no no it's just anybody wow yeah a lot of bad people and and what as a dealership, and, and this is in history for you because you haven't had any recently, what recourse do you have trying to recover? Yeah, I mean, good point. Yeah, so, I mean, all of our cars are set up with navigation. So as soon as, uh, you know, the only recourse would be is if someone uh, bought a, a car under false pretenses or fraud, we could uh, locate the car. Um, but you know, as things have evolved and technology's gotten better, they've gotten smarter on how to just rip all that stuff out. Unbelievable! Wow, you know but it's very hard to do. Yeah, well, well you know, we clearly, I, I, my mind doesn't go there. It no, doesn't work huh? that way, and I just can't even imagine trying to screw somebody over out of a a brand new car of all things. I can see where you'd go onto the lot and maybe steal it or something, or a used car. At you know, <laughs> well, that that's a different criminal. <laughs> that happens enough. Too. That's next week's story. <laughs> and all the wheels and tires that are getting stolen. So okay, well, uh, uh, good for you and. Uh, and a great, uh, great story. And I'm glad that you 
talk to us about it. Briefly, uh, we were talking uh, off the air earlier today before we started the show about uh, the Houston Auto Show. Have you heard anything about the fact that that, uh, Stellantis may not have a display here in Houston this year for the Houston Auto Show? So I think um, no, it's not it's not finalized yet. I think they're still working. I think they mm-hmm. had canceled some things because of um, the uh, strike, the UAW strike. Yep. Uh, I think they were waiting to see how that uh, played out. Um, but uh, I mean, we're, we're we're hoping they join us, and um, we've got a lot of contacts there. And you know, we've always had the Jeep Drive event that's been there. Yep. So we're oh, playing yeah. on them there. And, doing what they need to do to help raise awareness for our brand. Has the strike affected uh, Healthman out there where you are at all? Right. So, I mean, the, the biggest problem was uh, they, they, they sh- uh, for our Dodge store, uh, we have Jeep too, uh, and they stroked the, uh, they went strike on the Jeep Wrangler plant and all of our parts distribution centers. Um, so it was very hard to get parts, but we're a very large store. So we carried a huge amount of inventory going into the strike and we were prepared for it. Um, our Ford store just hurt our Broncos, but, um, they're all back to work now and, um, we're getting what we need to, uh, be successful. So if Stellantis doesn't come as, as an organization, are you willing to step up as an independent and and go out there and, and, you know, put stuff out there? Yeah. I mean, we're always uh, open to raise awareness. We just have to see insurance, things like that. You know, the devil's always in the details, but uh, for us to raise awareness, uh, absolutely. Good stuff. How, how, how has this year been for you guys, uh, you know, coming out of the pandemic and uh, now with the strike thing and we had parts shortages early on a couple of years ago? How, how's business been? We haven't talked to any dealers, so pardon us for being so bold here and going to places that you might not even want to go to. But how, how is business? How are things? Yeah, so I mean, we have uh, three Dodge Chrysler or two Dodge Chrysler Jeep stores, a Forge dealership, and a Maserati two Maserati Alpha dealerships. Uh, we've all been done very well. We have an inventory. We're selling a lot of cars. I know rates are a little higher now, but we have a lot of discounts through the manufacturer and through us help offset it. Uh, business has been good, and uh, we're lucky um, that we're in Houston. I think Houston's got a pretty strong economy, and um, we're, we're, we're selling. So, well, you uh, got inventory is the big thing, I guess. Yeah. Obviously, yeah, so yeah, yeah, we, we must. So what is your number one selling vehicle ask, at, at yeah. your store? Number one truck. selling vehicle, trucks. Truck. The truck. Ram truck. I yep. just got out of a Ram 1500, the uh, brand new Elite. And uh, I I tell you what, that is absolutely, bar none, uh, all of the truck manufacturers, it is absolutely the best truck I've ever driven in my entire life. You know the Rams. It's fair. It's it's very spacious. It's very nice to drive around. It drives more like a car than a big truck. Uh, very easy to drive. Comfortable. The fit and finishes were so nice. Um, it, you know, it has a unique suspension, so it, it it drives really smooth. Are you looking forward to the new Hurricane engine, the straight six in the pickup truck? Yeah. So I mean, they've done a lot of research on these straight sixes and or, or this new Hurricane engine, and um, there's a lot of ways that they can tune it and actually make it faster than a V8, a V12. Uh, so uh, we're excited to see uh, how that evolves. Have you driven one yet? I have. <laughs> and how uh, how is it at your foot? And, and it's got a lot of power. So we have them in our uh, Grand Wagoneers, and they have the two uh, different Hurricane engines, one that's tuned a little bit more powerful than the other, and you can really feel it, and uh, it drives great. Is it as smooth as the V8? Yes. Wow. wow. We can't wait. Technology. Can we- 
Can we, we come down there and borrow no, one for a we week? We look or forward two? to you sending us one. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's and, got ID. Well, <laughs> and you guys are lo- and you guys <laughs> are located at seventy seven twenty Katy Freeway, correct? Yes, next to IKEA on I ten at Silver. Oh yeah. Well, Jason, it's great to talk to you. Thanks so much, and uh, it's really and, interesting. And, and congratulations on the uh, uh, way to got, get these guys nabbed, uh, trying to do the fraud deal on you. Yeah, everybody well, should just be aware and um, take precautions for your personal credit. Well, and you know, last yeah. time I bought a new car, I've got LifeLock, and about right. five seconds after they had uh, peened my credit report. LifeLock sends me a message and says, "Hey, somebody's looking at your credit report. Is this you?" And I said, "Yes," and and it let him get my information. Interesting. Yeah. So I have LifeLock too. My whole family does. It's great. Jason, thank you so much, and uh, tell everybody there we said hello and appreciate your time, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Great story. It just mm-hmm. amazes me that people have that much guts to walk in and and, and do fake who they like are. That. Yeah. There's also a whole. Uh, uh, county jail that's full of people like that, so they get caught eventually. Well, most of them I know are stealing six packs of beer, you know, an $80,000 truck here in Niederville. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's that. <laughs> Time now for Conrad's Car Clinic. Let's get her done. Well, today I wanted to talk about vehicle maintenance logs. You know, you can use a log to make a uh, record of all of the maintenance services you've had done on your vehicle, which is going to be pretty important. Kathy just bought one for her new car. A maintenance yeah, log? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, the document makes, and you can find all kinds of them online and stuff. The document makes it easier for you to identify the services that your vehicle has undergone and keep them all in one location. Uh, the document makes it possible for you to create a schedule by predicting and budgeting the kind of services your vehicle are going to need uh, today and in the future. Calculating the price of services becomes easier by just referring to the log instead of doing it manually. For those who deal with vehicle maintenance, the auto uh, log makes it easier to retrieve information when something goes wrong with your vehicle. Um, and, and I say that, um, you know, if you have a new car warranty or if you have an extended warranty, sometimes they're going to ask for maintenance records to uh, validate that you've kept the vehicle properly maintained. Well, in doing that, you know, if you have a maintenance log... You know, then you have all of the information in one place to refer to. And then I'd also recommend you get one of those kind of expandable folders and on the tabs put, you know, 10,000, 20,000, 30,000, 40,000 miles and drop those repair orders in those mileage intervals so you have them all in one place to refer to. Or you could put transmission service, you right. know, so on and D- so on. Don't just stack them in the yeah. glove box, which many people do. And then if they're asked to produce records, it's a lot more difficult for them to produce yeah, those records. Yeah, because your gloves get in the way. You know, Carfax reporting is good, but Carfax reporting is not proof. Uh, and that's not the proper documentation for the manufacturer's warranty or an aftermarket warranty to company to look at. So if you have a new vehicle with an extended warranty, it's critical that you keep meticulous maintenance records. Um, uh, the accurate log is the first part, but you also must keep an organized collection of all the documentation. Um, 
and store it in a in a safe place as well. And you know what else is is a positive on that? If you've got all your records for whatever length of time you own the vehicle, and you do go to trade it or sell it, you've there's got value. documents. You, there's, there's value there's in value. There. In You're going to get a better price of that vehicle. My dad Absolutely. always kept a record of every gallon of gas that he oh, spent, wow. oil changes, anything he had done to the car. I've got a couple of them still stashed away. Wow. Oh, cool trips that we took. Yeah, fun stuff. Thank you. Don screaming in the back seat. Yeah, no, <laughs> not too much of a screamer. <laughs> in Shut the back up. seat. <laughs> Easy. There's, there's more to I say did, about that. Go in there. That was, was We've gotten in trouble before. Well, keeping AM radio in new vehicles, including electric models, could cost automakers billions of dollars, according to them, over the next seven years. That's from a new report from the search uh, from the Center for Automotive Research. In the October report developed in partnership with the Alliance for Automotive Innovation, researchers found that reducing the electromagnetic interference generated by EVs, which can distort AM radio signals, is challenging and could lead to added costs for vehicle manufacturers. Through 2030, the automakers could face a cumulative cost of up to $3.8 billion to address the interference that disrupts AM radio reception in EVs, according to the report. Blop. You know what? I'm not buying any of that. Let me just call them out here. At least seven automakers, BMW, Mazda, Polestar, Rivian, Tesla, Volkswagen, and Volvo, do not offer broadcast AM radio in their EVs. Well, guess what? No I buy ain't buying it. it. Yeah. I, I like it. In a statement to Automotive News, National Association of Broadcasters argued that hundreds of thousands of Americans have voiced their support for keeping AM radio in new vehicles. So take that. Dream Motor Group, owned by University of Alabama football coach Nick Saban, former Mercedes-Benz USA CEO Steve Cannon and CEO Joe Agresti, have purchased two South Florida Mercedes-Benz stores in a deal worth about $700 million. I read that this week. I thought of you, too. (laughs) Stores add to Dream Motors' stable of dealerships in Alabama, Louisiana, Tennessee, and Texas, including Mercedes-Benz of the Woodlands in Texas. Mm -hmm. I'm in for a Mercedes-Benz. That's where I'm going. So do you think maybe the retirement's retirement's coming up for him, and he just wants to go hang out? Oh, well, Saban's doing all the commercials now with the duck, the Aflac duck. So he's he's not hurting for money. Alabama pays him a buttload of money. Well. Several buttloads of money. And, and well worth it because he's delivered. I like big Goldman butts. Sachs is planning to scrap its co-branded credit cards with General Motors, according to a person familiar with the matter. GM, said, GM said it would continue to reward customers for their loyalty to our brands, quote-unquote. Yeah. Last month, Goldman beat estimates for third-quarter profit but said its ill-fated foray into consumer banking continued to weigh. <laughs> Uh, former, a former federal judge has sentenced a former Oklahoma Kia and Mitsubishi dealer to 130 months in prison for defrauding auto lenders and then tampering with the case after being convicted of those crimes. Oh, man. Bobby Mays, 51, of Norman, Oklahoma, Boomer must also forfeit $1,018,000 in profits from the scheme after already having paid $1,160,825.72 in his pocket in restitution. 
So, U.S. District Judge Stephen Frio sentenced Mays to multiple 130- and 120-month prison terms in the fraud case and 65 months for tampering with it, all to be served concurrently. So, so he's you, moving from Norman to El Reno, <laughs> where the federal prison is. Right. So what you, you got criminals going into the dealership to steal, and you got people in the dealership that are going to steal. Oh, Amazing. my God. Where can you get a fair deal? The jury convicted. And then you have employees at the dealership. Well, yeah, it's internal, yeah. yeah. Uh, It's truly amazing to me. Have you ever thought about maybe working for the money that you're making? You work harder at getting out of work. You work harder at getting out of the work than the dealership. Let's not do that. Um, uh, It's unbelievable. Um, And Hyundai plans to build a facility in the United States where its air mobility division, Supernal, will make flying electric taxis intended for commuter use. Talk about range anxiety. (laughs) Holy cow. Hey, honey, it says low battery. Where do we plug in? Oh, there's a solar panel on the roof of the plane. (laughs) A prototype of the electric vertical takeoff and landing craft will be shown at CES in Las Vegas in January. (laughs) Are they offering rides? (laughs) The EV tall taxi will be capable of flying at 120 miles an hour and have capacity for one pilot and four passengers. December 2024 is the target for a test flight with ambitions to start commercial service four years later, they should try if it, they're still alive. They should try San Francisco. Yeah, Autonomous. try with San Francisco. And you know what? It's not the fall that hurts you or kills you. It's, it's the, the sudden, sudden stop, stop at the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my, my, electric, side, my sidekick here. Electric taxis. Helicopters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I... Don, hey, maybe you guys could get not, one. Not, <laughs> not, not, not. You guys could get one to do what you do. I'm, I'm out. That, that, my, that's my, all my. there is to it. There'll be a lot of used ones for sale. No doubt. Yeah, and a lot of battery parts, too. Quick break now. We're going to wrap up today's show right after this here on the In Wheel Time Car Talk Show. Houston's finest cars are invited to another Gulf Coast Auto Shield Car Social Saturday, December 2nd, and you're invited, too. Show off your personal pride and joy, or just stop in to see the likes of Lucid, Lamborghini, Porsche, Ferrari, and more. Gulf Coast Auto Shield is your one-stop shop for paint detailing, coatings, window tent, clear bras, and wheel repair. The Car Social is your opportunity to get a tour of this state-of-the-art facility, located at 11275 South Sam Houston Parkway, just south of the Southwest Freeway. It all takes place Saturday, December 2nd, 9 to noon. This is the perfect opportunity to connect with other car enthusiasts. From BMWs to Bentleys, Corvettes to McLarens, the Car Social is a different kind of show. Talk to the owners. See Gulf Coast Auto Shield's facility. You'll be amazed. Put it on your calendar now. The Gulf Coast Auto Shield Car Social, Saturday, December 2nd, 9 to noon at 11275 South Sam Houston Parkway, just south of the Southwest Freeway. The In Real Time Car Talk Show will be there, too. We'll see you then. Hey, Houston! America's greatest hot rod tradition is back! Thanksgiving weekend! The O'Reilly Auto Parts Autorama! At the George Hart Brown Convention Center! Four action-packed days of hot rods, customs, classics, trucks, and performance cars! The ultimate lowrider showcase! Sponsored by Shorty's Hydraulics! See Lone Star Throwdown's Texas-sized truck spread! And don't miss the traditional rod and custom section! Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, see wild, high-flying, freestyle motor across stunt shows shop the swap meet and women's world all weekend on the celebrity stage presented by nick's 
Auto Repair and Classic Car Restoration. Friday, meet AEW Tag Team Superstars, the Lucha Bros. Saturday, it's Noel G, Hector from the Fast and Furious. Sunday, it's Lou Ferrigno, the original Incredible Hulk, the O'Reilly Auto Parts Autorama. November 23rd through 26th at the George R. Brown Convention Center. Discount tickets at O'Reilly Auto Parts, part of the Summer Racing Equipment Show Car Series. See Autorama.com for more info. The original group of Loopy Tortilla Restaurants will have you telling your family and friends just what the original recipes mean when it comes to the best fajitas in Southeast Texas. Founder Stan Holt invites you to visit the original Loopy Tortilla near I-10 and Highway 6. Here's the original house that inspired the design of all the rest and the original charm that helped make Loopy Tortilla the go-to destination for Houston Tex-Mex. Speaking of original, nothing can compete with the original lime pepper marinade that everyone will agree makes Loopy Tortilla award-winning beef fajitas the best anywhere. Loopy Tortilla Katie is another location that gives you the same quality and service Houstonians have come to expect at Loopy's. It's located just off I-10 of the Grand Parkway at Kingsland Boulevard in Katy. Find yourself in Aggieland? Head to the Loopy Tortilla in College Station, located just around the corner from Kyle Field. It's a great place to enjoy those famous frozen margaritas before or after the game. Headed east to Louisiana? Stop in at the Loopy Tortilla in Beaumont. It twos on I-10. You can't miss it. The original group of Loopy Tortilla restaurants invites you in for the best Tex-Mex anywhere. Well, that's it for this week's In Will Time Car Talk Show on this Veterans Day. Here's your invitation to follow us on Facebook. Give us a like, tell your friends about us, and share our stuff. We'll keep you posted on all things automotive all week long, believe it or not, including new car reviews, upcoming events, cruise-ins, racing, car, truck, and SUV goodies. When you need a car fix during the week, you can find the In Will Time Car Talk Show 24-7 via the iHeartRadio app. We live stream this show on Facebook, YouTube, and InRealTime.com every Saturday, 8 to 11 Central Time. Daily 30-minute podcasts are available on your favorite streaming provider. There's a new episode every day. The InRealTime chief engineer is David mm. Ainsley. Our marketing advertising advisor and video technical director is We Need More Jeff Zekin. For booking agent and wheel polisher Mike Mars. <laughs> Mr. Know-It-All, his royalty King Conrad DeLong. I'm Don Armstrong. We hope you'll join us for another live, award-winning production of the In Wheel Time Car Talk Show next Saturday, November 18th, 2023, on all of our In Wheel Time Car Talk outlets right here on the Smoke and Mirrors Network. Have a great weekend. We hope you join us again. Plan to join us on Thanksgiving Saturday at Autorama. We hope to see you soon. To our veterans, thank you. Have a great weekend. That's it for this podcast episode of the In Wheel Time Car Show. I'm Don Armstrong, inviting you to join us for our live show every Saturday morning, 8 to 11 a.m. Central on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and our InWheelTime.com website. Podcasts are available on Apple Podcasts.